This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. The market is watching reports of dry weather in Brazil. Brazil as a whole has planted less than 2% of their soybean crop. The Mato Grosso has planted roughly 4% of their crop. But some of that may have to be replanted as most of it was planted in hot, dry weather, hoping for big rains that have not yet materialized. It's been extremely hot in these regions, and so soil temperatures are not conducive to planting in the dust for extended periods of time. There are signs of rains next week, which we should see planting quickly speed up. There's still time to catch up to the five-year average. However, we have pointed out already that there will be limited soybeans for Brazil to export to China in January. That could help the U.S. export more than expected in early 2021. Mato Grosso has historically planted over 20% by the 10th of October. That would put them at least 15% behind schedule. Bear in mind that does not necessarily impact soybean yields, but rather pushes the season back a few weeks. It could impact a second crop of corn, which follows, as there will be less time to get it planted. There were scattered showers in parts of Paraná and Santa Catarina, and so the first season crop corn is mostly on schedule there will be no disruptions planned for the 10 million plus acres being planted. They are eager to get their corn planted in these areas quickly to switch over to beans. This first crop of corn should fill Brazil's needs for the first six months of 2021 until the second crop begins its harvest in late June. With record prices in Brazil, they are now offering forward contracts for 2022 soybean crop already at $10.10 at the port. They may not have been many takers yet, but an estimated 3% of rejected soybean crop have been sold at those levels. Another hurricane, this one Delta, may come ashore as a Category 4. It's forecast to make landfall on the Gulf Coast in the same general region where the others have hit. They have not recovered from the last ones, and it feels like Groundhog Day. In the western United States, a single fire has destroyed over a million acres. It is now the worst fire season out there in recorded history. In the heartland, the Mississippi River is running at the lowest level since 1936. Farmers here are finishing with soybeans and are moving right on the corn. The drought provides excellent dry-down conditions for corn, so it is an easy crop to handle. I'll not be using any of the dryer gas that I purchased. There's only one day in the next 10 days here with any forecast of rain in it. Tillage doesn't work well when it's this dry. Failure to pass the COVID aid bill hits the hog and pork markets directly and indirectly. There was COVID aid in it for hog producers. There's also money in it for consumers to buy pork with. The spring price for revenue crop insurance for corn was 3.88. Our crop agent, my partner, says that he has never sold a revenue policy that did not have what they call the harvest price exclusion. Under this policy, if the fall harvest price set as the average of December corn through the month of October, if it increases above 3.88, then the revenue guarantee goes up. You now have to opt out of this coverage, which is why they call it an exclusion. None of our clients opt out. So if the fall price is $4, they get the higher fall price over the spring price. I think the fall price will yet prove to be the higher of the two. I'm bullish on corn and soybeans. Our yields are poor. They are a little better than expected in soybeans, but still down, not up, as USDA forecasts them. Corn yields are a big disappointment with light ground and corn on corn terrible. 
They'll adjust for acres in the October crop report. Some believe that there are 550,000 acres of corn that will be unharvested in Iowa because of the derecho. I have pointed out that more acres were harvested for silage, which is not counted as grain. Deducting these acres increases the average yield because they are not included in that calculation. I think that private estimates like Informa and FC Stone are too high. That benefits their end-user clients so that they can steal more bushels from farmers at lower prices until the USDA corrects them. Sometimes the USDA is complicit in the theft. Little harvest was done in time for the October crop report, but there will be plenty of harvest data for the November one. I think that given the late planting in Brazil, that China could clean the U.S. out of soybeans by spring. We have a drought here that frankly would not be surprising to extend into spring. The wintering crop is going to try to germinate without moisture. How? By next spring, soybeans and spring wheat could all be competing for acres. South American farmers plan more acres, but the La Nina could nix those plans too. All my crops are going into the van with the intention of holding them until spring. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 